guys. Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News Update. I'd like to welcome to our listeners at Zumo Channel 719. Welcome to the sports family here. Hey Carolina Panther fans, breathing a sigh of relief today. Head coach Ron Rivera said today there's no doubt in his mind Cam Newton starts week one of the NFL's regular season on September 8th against the NFC champion Rams. Newton sprained his foot while being tackled in Carolina's week three preseason game against the New England Patriots. Newton back at practice today and Riverboat Ron says, man, he's looking good. The eight-year vet also underwent surgery on his throwing shoulder earlier this offseason, has been working on a new passing motion. Crazy news from Houston today. The Houston Texans franchise tag pass rusher Jadavian Clowney has met with the Miami Dolphins amid speculation he'll be traded in the next 24 to 48 hours. Clowney has met in person with head coach Brian Flores, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle reports the Dolphins are very interested in inquiring Clowney, but he prefers the Seattle Seahawks and Philadelphia Eagles as preferred destinations. Clowney has yet to sign a franchise tender with the Texans, which has led to questions about his future in Houston. Texans head coach says, uh, you know, O'Brien says uh, he's not sure what to do, where he's going to be, what's going to happen with the pass rusher. Unhappy with negotiations, Clowney also fired longtime agent Buzz Cook today. He's expected to join the Texans this week, but still a no-show. The 26-year-old has spent his entire career with the Texans has eclipsed nine sacks in each of the two last campaigns. It's expected he will be traded in the next 24 to 48 hours. More football. Sounds like a winner. NFL owners are continuing to push for an expanded season during negotiations for the next collective bargaining agreement, sources telling ESPN today. But the issue, there hasn't been much progress in talks to date. Meanwhile, the players are focused on increasing their share of the NFL league revenue pool. The owners have reported they are not interested in negotiating revenue splits without discussion about adding games to the season. The group has reportedly considered the idea of 17 to 18 game regular season or adding an extra round of the NFL playoffs. The two parties slated to meet again in Chicago, making it a second straight week to face uh, this discussions here. And uh, well, what are you going to do? A number of owners have a new CBA in place prior to the start of the 2019 season. They want to make it happen. But now we're just nine days away from football. Despite being placed on a concussion protocol after last week's preseason win, Washington Redskins tight end Jordan Reed appears to be on track for week number one. Reed left the game versus Atlanta after a helmet-to-helmet hit. The 29-year-old has a history of injuries, including six documented concussions, multiple knee injuries, hammy injuries, toe problems, foot problems, among countless others. Reed very talented, but yet to suit up for a full 16-game campaign in six full seasons in the league. He should return to Washington to help their pass attack with Case Keenum being named the week one starting quarterback. The Redskins also looking to trade Josh Doxson before the season opener. Oakley unveiling tinted visors as part of a new NFL deal today. MLB news, the Cleveland Indians announcing that today third baseman Jose Ramirez underwent surgery on a fractured right hand and he is expected to return to game activity in about five to seven weeks time. The problem, that timeline could end the two-time All-Star season as week five, five weeks brings the calendar year to October 1st. And the final day of the MLB regular season is slated to be played on September 29th. Currently, the Indians sit three and a half games behind Minnesota in the AL Central, and they're just a half game up on Oakland for the top wildcard spot in the American League. U.S. Open tennis from New York City, number eight, Stefano Suspitas. He's lost in the first round to Aubrey Rublev, 6-4, 6-7, 6-6, and 7-5. Just a four-hour thriller. Reigning U.S. Open's women champ Naomi Osaka struggled but came back to beat 81st-ranked Anna Blinkova. 6-4, 6-7, 6-2 the final in first-round action on the ladies' side. Tiger Woods, he underwent surgery to repair cartilage in his left knee. This is the fifth surgery on Tiger's left knee. He's been under the knife quite a bit. Hoop news, Linsanity heading to China. 
Anthony Lin signing on with Beijing, the Ducks of the Chinese League in the NHL. The Edmonton Oilers restricted free agent Magnus Piarvi has signed a one-year deal with Carpet of the Finnish League. We got 15 games on the MLB betting board tonight. Busy night. Gabe and I will go through all the games, the pitching matchups, and the betting lines throughout the show and make our picks in the betting hour after 6 o'clock. I'm Cam Stewart, everybody. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. He's live at the Meadowlands Sportsbook and Stadium. Should be a lot of fun today. Red Heat and Rage, Hour 1. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready to rage on radio has begun. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands Racetrack on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. We're now nine days away from the start of the National Football League uh, regular season, and we're a little more than 48 hours away uh, from the start of week one of college uh, football. Of course, it was week zero um, this uh, this past uh, weekend. Uh, but we've got a full slate of games on uh, Thursday, so just a couple of more nights of sweating out uh, baseball games, bad bullpens, bad uh, umpiring, bad pitching, uh, bad hitting. And uh, everything else in between. The raging redhead, Cam Stewart, steps up and in. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, what's happening, Gabe? Uh, the opposite of Gio Gonzalez, no hitter last night. What was it? Nine runs in two innings? What a gong show. Kansas City, we can't get an out there uh, at the under. Baseball, it's what you said. Baseball, we love the playoffs, but regular season, please, please, please end upon us. Let's get to the playoffs. Let's get to NFL and college football and uh, put baseball on the back burner, please. I had another crusty uh, the Clown uh, type of night last night, uh, Cam, in which I laid uh, $500 down. Oh, I just collected no. uh, right now. I got back four seventy nine and 50 oh. cents your change. Nice, nice. That's great. Hey, Look, I risked 500 hey, I risked 500 I lost $21. <laughs> hey, I'd rather be even Steven than uh, loser Larry. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things, like, and Gabe, uh, yeah, it's t- with the Dodgers coming back, I was on Arizona a couple things. If they would have held on against San Diego, it would have been a pretty decent night. But, uh, yeah, you said it, the live gambling, the baseball. I guess breaking even in baseball, game, we should consider it a victory considering how crazy things have been. Lots of overs, and you said it, bad pitching and bad yeah, the, last night. The tennis, um, the tennis um, came through for me last night. I played a tennis parlay uh, last night, and it was victorious. Um, but we'll hit the baseball uh, games, uh, as you stated. But I am excited for football. So we're going to talk baseball from a betting perspective because that's what we have to bet on tonight. We do have the U.S. Open uh, tennis as well. Although it seemed like last night was more of the uh, the bigger name uh, players. Tonight's a little trickier. But uh, that uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Shapovalov? Shapovalov? Uh, Shapovalov? Shapovalov. Yeah. Shapovalov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Dennis. Yeah, Shapovalov. How about we call him? Shapovalov. <laughs> we'll call him Dennis. I don't know if you got it right either. Shapovalov. I don't you know think it's Shapovalov. You know what it is? It's Shapovalov. <laughs> you, know, you, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Kid with the blonde hair. You know who I'm talking Canadian. about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, we call him DS. Yeah, the blonde, the blonde kid him. from Canada. Yeah, that's right. DS. Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Like that. You mean Shapovalov? Yeah, Shapovalov. Like, what is yeah. his name? I look it's up. Shapovalov. Shapovalov. I think it's Shapovalov. Shapovalov? Uh, uh, 
Somebody help us. Shapovalov. Good call. Yeah, I think it's Shapovalov. 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 Yeah, Dennis Shapovalov. <laughs> How about well, Mike he's, Smith? He's uh, 144 against Felix. Yes. How about oh. who's he playing? He's How playing another Felix, Felix Oje. Yes, yes. What's his uh, last name again? No, yeah, those are two Canadians. That guy's from Canada, too? Oh, my God. They, these guys always meet up. They're actually two good upstarts, too. Nice draw. It's horrible, these guys meeting each other, because they're actually pretty good players. Yeah, Felix is good, but, uh, yeah, Shapovalov, I said a buck 40. I already bet uh, Serena to win it all at uh, plus 450. Get in on it. He wants revenge. I look at these tennis names. I don't know who half the hell these guys are. We'll be betting baseball tonight. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions Ready Rage Radio and uh, TV now on uh, Zumo TV, channel 719. Welcome to Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm Marenzi. Uh, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, uh, with us uh, before we get into uh, all the uh, the games and the, uh, the day's uh, big uh, sports uh, news. Sad news to report, uh, Cam. The uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich is gone before we got to uh, to try it. As uh, they've got quite the hustle going on right now, they created this big firestorm. These Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Uh, America ate all the chickens. Cam, they're out of chicken. They're out of like chicken. Popeyes. Literally, they're out of. They're they're out. Like it's sold out. Oh, like geez. not just sold out in a couple of locations. It's sold out. Sold out. Sold out. And I shudder to think how many more poor little chickens have to die for another point. Popeye's chicken to... sandwiches to be uh, returned to the market. Think about it, Gabe. All the people that uh, raise chickens, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, your neighbor and stuff, people are getting desperate. It's like, hey, what about Harry? He's got ch- some chickens in his coop. You know, they're giving us eggs in the morning. Now, uh, we got a real problem here. Yeah, you never know. I'll tell you this, Gabe. It's surprising to me how they created this firestorm, yet on Super Bowl they consume how many millions of pounds of wings and this and that and the other stuff yet for this sandwich they run out of chicken hmm i thought on super bowl they'd still have more chickens but and word on the street is kfc's got um you know how they have the plant-based burger they got plant-based chicken at kfc i don't think it's in canada yet but uh i'll give it a shot gabe i've never you know i'm not going to shun at it yet but i will say this i guarantee i'm surprised as close as the plant-based burger to taste I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're giving a plant-based. I got to give it a shot. I'm really surprised there because there's no way in hell. No, no. The only plant I go near is a marijuana plant. I'm not going anywhere near any plant-based foods, Uh, fake substitute. I don't eat tofu. (laughs) I don't eat, like, vegetable, uh, you know, the uh, the vegan, like, uh, you know, the fake patty type stuff. See and, and, and oh god, I don't even like salad, Cam. I'm like you. I'll admit, you don't make friends with salad. Ugh. Uh, you but like salad? it's crazy. I actually spoke to someone today. Do I like a what? 
Caesar salad. That's a nice salad. Like a with Caesar a salad? That's the best salad you could have because it's got creamy sauce. Lettuce. Like, that's the one salad that's delicious. No, no I, don't I don't like it. Well, okay. I don't like Parmesan cheese. <laughs> yeah, you got a real problem with parm. mix. I, I, uh, no. I, yeah, you got to like the smell. Feet. That's it, Reeks. Uh, I like um, parm. Good parm, yeah, yeah. It's like the Dodgers, Dodgers offense last night in Reek. Oh yeah, it, it, uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Those guys no, I told you. I like the French up. dressing, Ken. Oh, you like the French? I like French dressing. I like too. the oh, yeah. French dressing. No, just nice. the craft red one. You know yeah, the, the craft, like the, the you know the Thousand Islands or whatever. You just yeah. drown the, the lettuce. The meteor dressing. Yeah, I know. I've been I've been through them all. Yeah, so I was I, speaking I, to a dude today. Hmm? I was speaking to a dude today, and he told me that he tried. Uh, I guess there's like a plant-based Whopper or something like that now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots of And he tried it, and he told me, he goes, he said, yeah, yeah it was pretty good, actually. He goes, he goes, it tasted good. I didn't have a problem with it. But he goes, uh, passed a lot of plant gas after. <laughs> you ever notice something, Marenzi? I don't want to gross you out, but I have a friend. Uh, his name's Kevin. He's an acupuncture doctor, and he's probably the healthiest guy I know. When he came over and you're smoking a few, Guys who are healthy, their farts are the worst than guys who are like eating wa- like whoppers and KFC all day. I don't know what it is, but the healthier you are, the more you reek. I don't know. It's bad bowel movements. I, I think you're right. going to test to this too. No, trust me. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's I, like I've done studies. I know this is fact. This is not me throwing out some oh, here's crazy Cam with this theories. No, it's true. I know. I know. Because when he comes over, I'm like, God, what the hell? That's yeah, that tofu and plants. They make your. Uh, your, your back end smell real bad. I'm with you. I've done, I know. I've done studies. I've done studies. <laughs> I've done my own studies, Gabe. <laughs> I've done studies. Uh, no, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Come on, man. You know, all that, like, soya and soy and, like, oh, tofu yeah. and kale and protein Cabbage. shakes and stuff. You know that stuff ain't smelling good, bro. Uh, no, oh, no, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're right. It's yeah, yeah, no, trust me, a ca- cabbage, that's like my girlfriend goes, you want some cabbage rolls? I go, don't I have enough problems? Like, I'm not going to be on the ca- Oh, God, cabbage rolls. I don't know if people eat that. <laughs> Let's bring- God, they're disgusting. I, I'm the cabbage. Let's bring like, in oh. a man. Oh, yeah, a man who knows uh, bowel movements. It's, yeah, we have a perfect <laughs> caller right now for this, actually. Someone with quite the palate. As uh, I'm, I'm curious on Hainzer and Toronto's take on plant-based uh, burgers. <laughs> What's going on, Hainzer? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, I would never eat or buy a plant-based burger, and I call Malarkey on Cam saying he'd buy plant-based chicken. That is just an outright lie. He should be uh, ding some pay for lying to the listeners. Hey, Hainzer, here's a tip for you there, buddy. And, uh, and I will say this about plant-based burgers. You're right. They aren't too bad if you try them, but I got one free. You're right. I didn't buy one. I got one at an associate's house, but... For all you people that thinking, oh, I'm going to get off beef, it has more calories, less iron, and all the good properties of beef. All it is. So this plant-based world that we're living in is, uh, to what you say, Hazer, it's a bunch of balarkey and BS. But I will try the KFC chicken because you know I love chicken, Hazer. I got to see how close it is to the original recipe. I'm sorry. I got to try oh, it. Cam, Cam. It's not yeah. chicken. You might try it, but. But, but, Cam, you're not going to pay for it. If you get given food, I know you. You'll eat it. Yeah. But you're, you're not right. going to pay for big chicken. If I walk in there, I'll get the regular There's no way. Recipe. <laughs> uh, you got me, Ainsley. You're right. I, I, th- I thought about it, but you're right. That's Let's the best, Ainsley. <laughs> That's the best yeah. when, when Cam says, like, 
I don't like it, but I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. All the time. I've heard that so, millions of times. It should be on the soundboard. But... Yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't, you know, I don't like it, but uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll eat it nevertheless. So, yeah, so listen, Popeye's, great marketing. Bravo, Popeye's. You got people going crazy about your sandwich. You can reload right now. You know they're really not sold out, sold out. They're just sort of, you know, they can remarket this campaign. Uh, right now, and now it's up to uh, it's up to someone else to respond uh, with their own uh, chicken sandwich. Yes. Uh, but I got to be honest with you, we've had this discussion in the past. KFC is far superior to Popeyes. I agree. I don't like Popeyes. Like they, it's always soggy and like nasty. And, like the chicken is no good at Popeyes. Chicken, chicken's rubbery. We we've, we've done the test game. We've done it at the old network. We did the test. We did the test at your studio. The problem, I don't understand why people go wild for this stuff, too. I'm, a, I'm down with your 11 herbs and spices, but I will tell you this, and Hainzer can attest to it, millennials like Popeyes more, guys in their 40s plus like KFC more. Guys like me, you and Gramps, except for Gramps. I think he likes Popeyes more. Yang. Yeah, I, I, don't, I like Twitch Chalet more. Uh, I eat green bean yeah. sandwiches. Green no, no, Yang's too. Yang's, <laughs> yeah, Yang's, uh, yeah, yeah. Settle down, Yang. I saw you eating <laughs> shrimp. You 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 were you were eating shrimp the other day. I had a seafood. What's burger. up with yeah, the shrimp? Had a, yeah, I had some shrimp with uh, some linguine with uh, fresh <laughs> seafood and tomato sauce. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think you ate uh, seafood there, Yang. I thought uh, just pork. Yeah, pork. No, I just uh, just eat seafood and jive turkey. That's it. And plant based <laughs> everything except Impossible Burgers from Burger jive King turkey. and all that other stuff. <laughs> jive <laughs> turkey. So what, why do they call them Impossible Burgers? What's the deal? That's what he told me. He goes, you ever had that Impossible Whopper or whatever? I'm like. That's an Impossible Whopper. It's impossible to eat. Impossible it's garbage. Whopper. Yeah, it's totally garbage, man. It's something I won't eat. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't is, even know what that's made up of. Yeah, yeah, is that uh, the plant-based? Is that what it's called? Yang? The Impossible Whopper is the plant-based burger? Yeah, that's the plant-based. Okay. It's like some plant-based. Oh, I think so, yeah. burger that tastes like beef. Like, how do you So we go into the boardroom. I got an idea, guys. We got a beefless uh, patty here. Uh, let's call it the Impossible Burger. That person should be fired instantly. Impossible Burger? Who comes up yeah, with you that? You know what I'd tell them? Oh. Me too. I'd say you're, I'd say you're fired. That's going to be impossible to sell. Exactly. <laughs> People are like, who the hell? I've said, I've said this before, guys. All right. This this is the problem with fast food places. And I remember when KFC went to their little, ooh, no, no, it's not like, uh, it's kitchen fresh. It's not Kentucky fried. And I went in and I wanted like a three piece of soda, a Hori Masvidal style. And they're giving me like, their, no, it was a chicken bowl with rice and like corn and all this stuff. And they're like, it's the new KFC. That KFC lasted like two weeks, Cam. It was open across the street from the brass rail. They closed the real KFC. They used to be packed all the time with drunk people and strippers. They made it a healthy KFC. Always empty. Anyone that's eating healthy isn't going to these places. If anyone wants to eat a real, like, vegan burger, they're not going to Burger King. Thanks for the call, Eureka. Drew Martin, that's next. Very good. Very good. It does look like I'm under like a 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Take a shot by opening up a sports wager account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid to receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. And you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up a new account and claim your free wager up to 500 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Thank you very much, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. We like to keep you uh, guys abreast of what's going on in the pop culture world. And as we stated, the um, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is sold out. Uh, we're now joined by a man, though, that I imagine is like a Chick-fil-A guy. He's an SEC guy. He's an SEC guy, so I'm thinking he's a Chick-fil-A guy. But I, he might have lived in Orlando as well. I don't know, man. Like, Drew Drew Martin's like James Bond. Like, he he moves a lot. Um, you know, very, the most interesting man in the world. Or, um, you know, he's breaking hearts uh, from town to town. <laughs> he's Or uh, Drew's a uh, grifter. He's a grifter. He's grifter. a grifter. He looks all well-dressed, and he's clean-cut, but he's really a, a, just a grifter going from town to town. So, uh, yeah, Drew Martin <laughs> Drew Martin steps up. Drew Martin Best, what's up, Drew? <laughs> Gabe, I love the intro, man. Uh, I, I'm doing good, bro. I, I guess yeah, you can intro, say huh? I, I'm a... See, yeah, look at you. You're in a hotel room. You look shady right now. You're like, yeah, like Cam. Oh, look at him now. Or right Eagle. Oh, man, yeah, well, just... Cam. But, Wait, okay, look, your... we see Vegas. Was that the win Absolutely. out there? But I wanted to ask you, you lived, you lived in Orlando though, didn't you, Drew? Like for a while? Um, no, I don't think I, I don't think I could ever say that I lived in Orlando. Um, I did fly out of Orlando this morning. My parents actually lived in a little place called Melbourne, so visited them a couple days before. I, I, I just this is I'm actually in my new apartment. I've been here a couple hours testing out the backdrop. So that is the aria. On the Vegas Strip and uh, the Bellagio here in the in the other lower left here. So uh, you, you know, just getting into Vegas right now, Gabe. And and what you were saying in the intro, as far as it's a little bit of all of it, man. Yeah, Costa Rica, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> now Vegas. And and you're right. I am a a a Chick Fil A guy. I don't think it's beatable. I think the service and the food, it's number one. And so I know I a lot of you would be shots at it, but it, it's my favorite, man. They got to open up on Sundays. I get the religious backdrop and everything, but if you're a real, real chain, like you're seven <laughs> days a week, I'm sorry. Like on football on Sunday, I get it. You're they're the college crowd, but come on, Drew, you got to have chicken on Sunday. It's NFL day. Yeah, Cam, and I'll tell you, it it speaks to how good their business is. I mean, they can be closed on what one of the two best days to be open for a fast food restaurant. Just imagine all the money they're leaving on the table. But I think it speaks to how good of the food and the service it is. You bring up good points. 
Uh, if I was Popeyes, I'd be putting it in our ads. We're open on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, secret game. Yes, yes, that's right. We are uh, here for you on Sundays. Yes. Wait, Gabe, you actually think Popeyes? Yeah, yeah, is basically, yeah. No, I think Popeyes is terrible, but I think Chick Fil A is yeah. more overrated than Notre Dame. <laughs> I think Chick Fil A is more overrated than Anthony Davis. Chick Fil A. Only got popular once people found out they don't like gay people. And it took off. Because Sarah Palin said, oh, let's bring our guns and get in line and go to Chick-fil-A. And then suddenly Chick-fil-A became popular. No, I don't I don't understand the fascination with any of this stuff, Trip. Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, me can't talk about it. If I'm eating chicken, I'm going to my main man, the Colonel. That no Colonel. gimmicks needed. Yeah, we don't need to make, uh, yeah, yeah, the Colonel. Colonel Sanders, that is, Drew. <laughs> but anyways, I brought up, listen, only because Pete Davidson, you know the comedian, he looks like just, just like Christian Yelich on the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. So that the guy inside that live, Cam, I couldn't help but think of you because everyone's ripping him. He did a show at Central Florida University. Yes. And uh, he went off because uh, the kids were on their phone and stuff. He called them a bunch of privileged little a-holes. And then he goes, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing here. This place is in the middle of effing nowhere. And I got to tell you, Cam, Orlando can get the better of people, right? Even this guy. He went to Orlando one night. He snapped. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, Drew doesn't know the story. uh, But, Drew, Gabe and I went to Mike Dick's golf tournament in Orlando. Our boss at our old network, actually, he tried to save money on the flight. We were late for the tournament because he tried to save a couple hundred bucks. Actually, by the way, we stopped at Bojangles Chicken and Biscuit. That destroys all of the, all of Chick-fil-A and whatever. But we'll talk about Bojangles Chicken and Biscuit. It's a Georgia institution on another show. But I'll tell you, me and Gabe went there. Orlando, man, we got arrested. Like, I, wa- I tried to go through a drive-thru walking, Drew. The cops threw me in the back of the car. I'm not even lying. And Gabe got busted for something, too. And we found each other at the resort, which was a miracle. I think, what was it, Gabe? Three, 400 units, and we uh, actually found each other? What a gong show Orlando was. That city blows. Yeah, yeah. Cam. It, I got know, arrested for uh, for waiting for a taxi. Yeah, for waiting for a taxi. That's right. <laughs> Outside of, of the bar. They're really strict with their police forces, man. They'll throw you in jail sure for anything. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I stay food. away. Yeah, that's why I advise, I advise people to stay far away from Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but... All right. For some reason, I thought you know you you were there, or you you lived in you lived in Orlando, uh, before. Um, all right. Uh, so we got college uh, football in about forty eight hours time, a little more than uh, forty eight hours uh, time. Drew, what uh, what stands out to you uh, for Thursday night's games? What what are your early bets? Um, I, I jumped on Clemson over Georgia Tech. Just the whole uh, you know philosophy of Georgia Tech going from the, the the triple option to kind of throwing it around a little bit more and what they've recruited towards. So I guess I agree with this uh, this line move up from 33 and a half up to as high as 37 now, Gabe. Um, on Clemson, I think they roll. Although you know, keep in mind betting overs. And uh, laying a lot of points now, I might actually look to jump off of this because of this, what, tropical storm system coming up might make uh, landfall by Friday, I've heard. So some of these southern states might get an arm of this. So it might be something to keep in mind towards uh, kickoff. I think FIU Tulane on Thursday night is a great game to watch. Um, I actually have both of these two teams circled as bet on out of the gate, Gabe. 
Um, Texas State, Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M rolls. I know a lot of people like Texas State. I'm not one of them. Uh, it, it would be lay it with the Aggies or nothing. Kent State, Arizona State, Gabe. I think this game goes up and down the field. Kent State going to run a lot of tempo. I don't know if they can score a lot, but I think Arizona State will. Even with a freshman quarterback, I think he's pretty good. Everything I've heard coming out of the Arizona State camp is uh, the whole play system, all of their plays, they will run. Um, they, they, they feel comfortable running with uh, the true freshman at quarterback. And keep in mind, Daniels was in for spring football, so he has worked in the system for quite some time. So I think Arizona State puts up a lot of points, and this game sails over the number of, what, 61, 62 right now. And I know a lot of people like BYU. That number moved down. But I'm telling you, the Utah Utes game, I'm looking to bet on. So pretty much going over every game on the board on Thursday night. I do like the Utes in, in the nightcap, man. What do you think uh, about, a lot of hype uh, about the Utah Utes? What do you guys think about UCLA and Cincy? I see uh, that line's gone down. I guess people are betting on the, the Pac-12 team in UCLA, Gabe. When we talked about this game a few days ago with Cincinnati, three, three and a half on Mr. Green, and I'm seeing two and a half now, total 58 flat. Cincinnati's going to roll these guys. UCLA's not going into the Midwest and winning, and winning like uh, this game. It's it's a it's a, it's a bad spot for them. UCLA are just sort of the glitzy team. People hear Chip Kelly's um, Chip Kelly's name. They have some returning starters. Um, listen, man, Luke Fickle's defense is going to be uh, is going to be suffocating once again on their home field, national television on a Thursday night. I just don't see UCLA going in here and winning. I mean, look, we see, you know, the Pac-12, people need to get this through their their skulls. The Pac-12 blows. And I have severe reservations about taking the Oregon Ducks against, uh, against uh, what school is this, Drew? The school, you're, you're a tiger. Oh, uh, good old War Eagles, baby. I want to take Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I want to take Oregon, Cam. Listen, I love Cincinnati, but what about this game, uh, Drew? Give us an unbiased uh, pick on the uh, Auburn uh, Duck game. It's a tough one. Um, I, I'll tell you that. It's strength on strength, Gabe. You know, when you look at Oregon and their their offensive front, uh, quarterback next level, uh, arguably could be the first-round first, first round draft pick. Um, going against Auburn, which I think you can make the argument has the best defensive line in the country. Their front eight, you know, front seven, front eight is going to absolutely get after it. Herbert's going to have a long day, in my opinion. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, a new quarterback for Auburn, a running ability with both quarterbacks. I believe they will pl both play, Malzahn said. So I I actually kind of like the under here. But if you made me pick a side, Gabe, I'd be on Auburn. I just think that they have, you know, top to bottom. It's not always about the X's and O's. A lot of times it's about the Jimmys and the Joes. And Auburn just has better players top to bottom. I think they roll, especially in the trenches. They get after Herbert. And it's going to be a long day for him. I think they're going to have a tough time moving the ball. So I would lay it here with the Tigers. Yeah, it's, wow. it's tough. Not about the Gabe, X's I'm and O's, but the Jimmy and Joe's. Yeah, but the Jimmy and Joe's. I'm looking at Oregon at plus three and a half. And it's something, uh, Drew, that Gabe and I talked about, though. When Washington pissed that game away against Auburn, and, and to Marenzi's point about the Big 12, that was a big blow. They already get no respect. They're horrible in bowl games. And everyone is down on the Pac-12. Pac Oregon isn't just put... What? That's what I said on the Pac-12. Oregon is just playing for themselves. They're playing for the whole damn conference when they play Auburn. If they get a quality win like that 
That's why I think they're going to dig deep in this one, Drew. I'm going to take the points. Touche there, Cam. Right, yeah, um, I, 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 yeah, yeah, tonight on uh, on uh, the sports um, grid game. Uh, hang, hang, hang in here. Hold it. Yeah, hang hang in there, Roger. I know you just moved in, too. When you get a chance, you got to buy a new headset so you can hear us. But, but hang in here for a second, Drew. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Back to live action, fellas. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. I'm Marenzi with a FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. We have uh, Drew Martin getting settled into his uh, his new place. Nice, nice digs. Um, we'll get talking a little about uh, yeah, Renzi? Two days in a row? What the hell's going on here? Uh, uh, you're not shopping at Joseph A. Bank. You're making me look bad. Yeah, well, no, I got to say, you're looking pretty sharp in that El Cortez uh, golf shirt, Cam. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. It's, like, not even hot, and I'm just sweating. Like, it is so humid out here. My neighbor just walked by, too. There's looking every, every time I'm doing the show, Gabe, they always peek in the window. <laughs> Ooh. Nosy neighbors. <laughs> so... Yeah, Drew, uh, Drew, you can start uh, hanging around the uh, the El Cortez. Uh, just drop yeah. Cam's name. You can get, yeah, just uh, you drop get treated my name, like a Drew. VIP. You can yeah, get a like free a, hot dog and a Bud yeah, A VIP. I, I have uh, never been there, there, guys. All right, you, so that's no, good. We were... <laughs> what? You got to tell me all about it. El Cortez. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a dump, but it's my well, dump. It's on right? Fremont, lower Fremont, Fremont uh, Street. Yeah. yeah, it's old school. Loose slots. A lot of wins in the poker. Locals Casino. Actually, don't go there. I like Fremont Street, man. That's no, I'm just stating that. Don't go there. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Brenzi. No, I don't have a problem with the El Cortez, but I'm just stating, you know, Drew's going to start walking around. He's going to get stabbed and stuff. People are very stabby. Yeah, uh, you're down right. There. That, that we part talked about it. a very knifey area. Yeah, you're right. A lot of, uh, lot of hustlers on the street. You're right. Not the safest, safest uh, part of town. Correct, correct. I'll agree with that. Yeah, so, so as we were talking about, we have the Ducks and then the uh, the Tigers. It's going to be a nice fun helmet. football game. As Drew was mentioning, it's a battle of uh, battle of strengths. We have uh, Auburn's defensive line. We have a bunch of NFL studs taking on Justin Herbert and a uh, sophisticated, supposed, you know, um, high-octane Duck offense. Now, the thing is, the Pac-12 is down here, and the SEC's way up here. And, you know, we didn't, we, you know, not much has changed all that much, but Mario Cristobal, the coach of, of the Ducks, this guy, they've done a great job recruiting. Or I should say Phil Knight of Nike has done a great job by recruiting. Um, they've got the, the, the weapons to get it done. The question is, can Mario Cristobal win 
a big-time football game like this. Look, we had Kirk Herbstreet on the show this morning, and we talked about the pressure that's on the Pac-12 and how pathetic the Pac-12. It's like the, the pathetic 12. And there's pressure, Drew, on your boy Gus Malzahn. I don't have to tell you, being a, you're a real Auburn Tiger. People are fed up, and they're, they're, they're running out of patience with Gus Malzahn uh, right now. You know, seven and fives and eight eight and fives, it's just not what they're paying him for when the, when the rival is supposed to be uh, Alabama. Yeah, you're right on it, Gabe, and that doesn't help his case. When you start talking about Malzahn being on the hot seat, the number one reason why is look look across town just two hours north in Tuscaloosa and what Newman's been able to put together. That's, that's the biggest reason he's on the hot seat. Uh, Auburn fans, if one thing they hate is watching Auburn lose – Another thing they hate is watching Alabama win. And for the last, what, decade now, it, more years than not, that's, a, that's exactly what's happening. So to see Alabama do what they've been able to do is really putting Gus Malzahn. He, he needs a nine-win season plus right now. And in the SEC West, that's very difficult to do. I know I don't need to tell you guys that. Add on the fact, game one, right out of the gate, Texas. And a little tidbit here from being an Auburn alum, Auburn doesn't travel all that well west, guys. I mean, for national championship games, thing of that nature, yes. But for this type of game, I would say it will probably be about, what, 40% Auburn, 40% um, Oregon, and then about 20%, you know, just kind of people going to the game type deal. So I don't think Auburn is going to have a big home advantage. They're going to be starting a first-year quarterback. That's what's keeping me off of, you know, the three and the hook here. Um, I just don't know if I have enough confidence in the Oregon offense like Cam does to, to, to go against this Auburn defensive line because I think they could get shut down. You know, it is a, as you stated, it's a benefit. It would be a lot tougher. Listen, Atlanta is SEC country. It is. Texas is not, right? Mm-hmm. Texas is not. And, you know, we could talk about, ooh, Texas A&M, but they're not a real SEC team. You know what I mean, Cam? There is a difference between the Ducks having to go into Georgia so and play in true. that stadium that every freaking good SEC team is used to playing in. That's like, dude, like Nick Saban's won more games than Dan Quinn in that stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> like that home stadium. It's sort of like Duke with MSG. <laughs> like, but, you know, like so Shashevsky has more wins at MSG than any coach in the Knicks. <laughs> I have a question, Gabe. So the Pac-12 is weaker than the SEC. Yes. Washington goes and plays Auburn there in Atlanta. Yes, they should have won the game. They lose. Now, Oregon, what's the deal? How come How come, How come? come the weaker conference teams have to go into their backyard and play a game? How about uh, one of the SEC teams comes up north yeah. and plays uh, where the Seahawks play? And we'll see how that works out then. Just, just a thought. Well, as a kid... As a kid, I used to watch Michigan lose to USC all the time in a Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. And I always exactly. used to wonder, well, no wonder. We're playing in Los Angeles. It's in LA. It's like on the road. But it's you know what it is, though, Cam? No one in the Pacific Northwest is putting up the big money, Cam, to sponsor sure. the game like Jerry Jones. They sell this stuff in the South. That's the difference. They can actually fill it up. It's like bowl games. Best team doesn't go. Who can be able to sell tickets? But it seems like this year, Drew, the Duck... Duck Nation is rejuvenated a bit. And I tell you what, Crystal Ball is going to get called out unless they win. Herbert comes back. The kid could have gotten drafted in the National Football League and probably in the top ten, maybe even higher. He goes back right now. I I get the feeling the Ducks are going to get it done. 
I really do. I think the Ducks can win this football game. Drew mentioned it. Bo Nix, he's the first true freshman to start for Auburn since 1946. Um, he's going to be dropped on the field. Oregon just need to make a few plays. And without aggressive defensive line, let them pursue. Bing, just drop it over their heads. You just need to make a couple of big plays. I think the Ducks' defense will be better than people realize, actually. And I think Auburn's offense struggles, and ultimately the Ducks finally get the Pac-12 into the winner's circle. And God knows they need it. I could see that happening, Gabe. I, it's definitely a read that, that, it, that it, I, I mean, I could view here as far as just making the small plays to move the chains. And, of course, Oregon at the skill position – is very talented. You're right. They're going to be putting people into the next level. And just to get past the defensive line, I can see a lot of ski, um, screens, a lot of, you know, out in the flat passes, like you're saying. And Auburn is starting a, a freshman any way you look at it. And granted, he should be more mobile than, than the years past with the Auburn quarterback. Stidham being gone, I, I know he's an NFL quarterback now, likely going to make a roster. But still, I think it's actually a positive for Auburn this year and for next year to have him go just because he didn't have the mobility. And in Gus Malzahn's offense, you need to have a quarterback that can run. So it, it's just game one. And, and when, to, to both you and Cam, you know, taking Oregon, this is like, you know, one of the, the biggest gambles in all of sports betting. College football, week zero and week one. 18 to 23-year-old kids yeah. going out there. Yeah. And, and we really don't know what's going to happen, Gabe. And it, it is a gamble. It's like going on the craps table. We're going to see some of these two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half point favorites go and win by 40. <laughs> we'll also see some of them lose by 40. I guarantee it week one, man. All right, Drew, so you, you know um, we've got a couple minutes left. So about, you know. i got to worry about Auburn. They can't even collect money from the guy that uh, pissed all over their trees. You see the updated story? The guy who poisoned the trees? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Alabama fans Harvey mocking Uptike. Auburn. They're not. Yeah, Harvey Uptake. I'm not paying. <laughs> Does he even no, have any money? He's not going to pay. He's never paying. He's not paying. No, like they're like, where's the but, money, Harvey? No, like, you're not getting a set. <laughs> Good luck. Harvey oh, Uptake. I'll tell you. Yeah, no, he's supposed to pay like a. Yeah, he's. Dude, he's, he's paid like 68 game. bucks or something. Like yeah, I, know, I, I watched <laughs> actually a sports he's, show the other night. They're saying he's like snubbing them, like. They're like, Updike, where's the money? He's like, screw Auburn. They're never getting a cent. Oh, here it is. He owes $500,000 now in restitution. (laughs) He's not making payments. It's almost like they're like, leave him alone. Like, (laughs) Can you believe that? I got to tell you about this Updike guy. (laughs) He's going to do something again before he dies. Mark my words. I agree. You got to keep your eye on this guy. He's not not regretful. He's going to do something. Like, on the way out, he's going to go, ah, that tree, you guys think? I'm going to go out with a real bang. I've got to keep my eye on this update guy. <laughs> I, I really, would, too. Yeah, if there's a Bo Jackson really, statue uh, or something, I really would. Updike's going to bring the machinery in, like, cut it Springfield style on The Simpsons. <laughs> Jebediah Springfield. They'll go to the Bo Jackson statue. All right, so. <laughs> so, uh, so, remember... Um, Two years ago, we've been down this road. We had the FAU pick last year, Pitt. I've been kicking the tires, uh, Drew. And, uh, you know, we haven't really made a formal announcement yet, uh, but I know you are interested in this, and I was up until about 4 in the morning last night. And um, I just can't come away with a, with a team and a team total that I don't believe that they can get there. 
So the past couple of years, I've gone over. This year, we're going under, and it starts with a team that's playing on Thursday night, the BYU Cougars. I don't see this team being able to win seven games. Give me the BYU Cougars under six and a half wins this year, Drew. Boom. I like it, Gabe. Especially week one going against Utah. I think this line should be a lot a lot more, man. And what, the, the, the head coach, Coney Antani, something like that. I can't even pronounce his name right. It seems like he's kind of all over the place. Doesn't, you know, really have the team in control, like pretty much the opposite of Nick Saban. I like it, man. Um, I haven't dissected their Listen schedule. Listen to this schedule. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the schedule. Versus Utah. Right, this week. They're five and a half point underdogs. Versus Utah, the Holy War. At Tennessee Volunteers next Saturday. Tennessee blow, but they're not going to beat Tennessee in SEC country. It's not happening. Um, They go back home Saturday afternoon. They host the USC Trojans. Clay Helton's an idiot, but still. Still. Then they host the Washington Huskies. So they open up with Utah, Tennessee, USC, Washington. They could be then they go to Toledo, which won't be easy. Yeah, they go at Toledo, Mm -hmm. at South Florida, a lot of speed with the Bulls, versus Boise State, at Utah State, versus Liberty, versus Idaho State, versus UMass. At San Diego State. So, you see, they booked those three games yeah. in a row, Liberty, Idaho State, UMass, because they know they're in trouble just to get to a bowl game. There's not seven wins on this slate. I see five. Like, you know, who, like, who, who are they five. beating here? Five. Yeah, they'll be lucky to make a bowl game and get to six. And another one, NC State under the seven and a half. I'm surprised. You know, they, dude, they lost their quarterback in Ryan Finley. He was a freaking stud. Um, they lost their top wide receivers. They lost their top running backs. They lost their top tacklers. Like, NC State are in a complete rebuild. They actually have a decent defense. They've, they've got some guys back on defense. But the offense is really going to struggle. The schedule isn't overwhelming, but I don't see this football team winning eight games either. Give me the NC State Wolfpack under 7.5. And, and I like the Cincinnati Bearcats over 7.5 too. Yeah, I like Cincinnati week one against uh, UCLA game. Um, hey, hey, and I just wanted to throw Love out it. one quick point here yeah. with BYU. Dude, it's not out of the question. They could be 0-8 for first eight games. I mean, I don't think they will, but they could be 0-8. All, all their opposition the first eight weeks could beat them, man. Yeah, no, they're in top. That's why they have that soft uh, and All right, Drew Martin will be on at 10 o'clock uh, tonight in-game live. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Get on the grid, sports grid. Betting baseball will drive you mad. You mad? 
MLB. B. <laughs> wah, wah. It used to be. He's MLB. up there really low, you see. There's no sympathy. MLB. You're right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we you got Major down. League Baseball. Yeah, yeah, you settled down. We've got. <laughs> yeah, <settled> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, keep flying under the radar today, Yang, here. Like, uh, yeah, we're, we're only, you're only a couple innings in here, buddy. Settle down, buddy. There's a lot of innings, a lot of innings left. Well, you see, I've come on the phone with Carl, you know, we got with Skype 3 and Skype 2. Um, so yeah, we got Major League Baseball. It's actually a, there's a full slate of games here this evening. It was late night uh, last 15. night. Uh, we got Baltimore and uh, Washington, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia once again. And uh, last night, that was a dramatic back-and-forth uh, baseball game. Uh, but the uh, big man on campus will join us. We'll talk college uh, football with uh, with big man. We've got games uh, on Thursday night. And then, of course, uh, on into the weekend. Next Thursday, we have NFL uh, football, so there's no turning back. And we've got games on Friday night, uh, too. Um, what is it? Oklahoma State and Oregon State yep. are playing on Friday night. Colorado State and Colorado. On Friday night, Purdue and Nevada on Friday night. So we got a full slate on Friday. And then, of course, uh, Saturday. Saturday is really highlighted uh, by that Auburn Auburn and uh, Ducks game that's really going to set the tone uh, for, for you know both teams uh, moving forward. Another big game this weekend, Florida State. Florida State laying four and a half. Uh, Boise State going to Tallahassee. A lot of pressure on Willie Taggart. And uh, the Florida State uh, Seminoles. Not an easy game, uh, but some of the rebuilding Boise State Bronco team coming into uh, to the state of Florida. So we'll talk college uh, football, and we'll take a look at the Major League uh, Baseball board. Mets and Cubs uh, tonight. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Guys, it's the news update from Game Time Decisions. You got that right, Yang. Hey, everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News Update. And uh, wow, some crazy news that just popped up uh, about an hour ago. The LA Lakers are investigating center Demarcus Cousins after he reportedly uh, was recorded making death threats to his ex girlfriend, Christy West, whose cousin's ex and mother of their seven year old child filed a police report and court documents in Alabama relating to an August 23rd conversation where it's believed Cousins says, I will put a bullet in your effing head. The mobile Alabama police and the NBA launching their own separate investigations. Cousins going to miss the entire NBA season, tearing his ACL while working out in Vegas after he signed that one-year deal with the Lakers. Some bad news there. Carolina Panther fans breathing a sigh of relief. Head coach Ron Rivera said today, there's no doubt in his mind, Cam Newton starts week one of the NFL's regular season September 8th against the NFC champion Rams. Newton sprained his foot while being tackled in Carolina's week three preseason game against the Patriots. He's back at the practice field today. Riverboat Ron says he looked good. The eight-year vet also underwent surgery on his throwing shoulder earlier this offseason, and Cam is also working on a new passing motion. 
This is a weird uh, story. Uh, could be very interesting for the Houston, Texas franchise. Their franchise tag past rusher Jadavian Clowney has met with the Miami Dolphins amid speculation he'll be traded in the next 24 to 48 hours. Clowney has met in person with head coach Brian Flores as well. This according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle uh, adding the Dolphins are very interested in inquiring Clowney, but he prefers the Seattle Seahawks and Philadelphia Eagles as preferred def- uh, destinations. Clowney has yet to sign a franchise tender with the Texans, which has led to questions about his future in Houston. Texans head coach, uh, you know, Bill O'Brien says uh, he doesn't know what's in store for the pass rusher. Unhappy with negotiations, Clowney also fired longtime agent Plus Cook today. He was expected to join the Texans this week. Still a no-show. The 26-year-old spent his entire career there and has eclipsed nine sacks in each of the last two campaigns after being hurt a lot of the time. More football sounds like a winner to most. NFL owners continuing to push for an expanded season during negotiations for the next collective bargaining agreement, sources telling ESPN. But the issue, there hasn't been much progress to speak of in the talks to date. Meanwhile, the players focused on increase of their share of the NFL league revenue pool. The owners have reported that they are not interested in negotiating revenue splits without further discussion about adding games to the season. The group has reportedly considered the idea of a 17 or 18 game regular season or adding an extra round of the playoffs. The two parties slated to meet in Chicago, making a second straight uh, week uh, to face the decision. A number of owners have a new CBA in place. They want to get one there and start the 2019 season. The problem, guys, we're just nine days away from NFL football. Despite being placed on concussion protocol after last week's preseason win, Washington Redskins tight end Jordan Reed appears to be back on track for week one. He left the game versus Atlanta after a helmet-to-helmet hit. The 29-year-old Reed has had a history of injuries that has been bad, including six documented concussions, multiple knee injuries, a hammy injury, toe and foot problems, among countless others. Reed talented, but he's yet to suit up for a full 16-game campaign and six full seasons in the league. He should return uh, week one, though, and that'll help Washington's pass attack with Case Keenum being week one starter. He's been named that. The Redskins also looking to trade Josh Doxson before the season opener. Oakley unveiling some tin advisors, part of a new NFL deal today. In the MLB, the Cleveland Indians announcing that third baseman Jose Ramirez underwent surgery on a fractured right hand. He's expected to return to game activity, but not for another five to seven weeks. The timeline could end the two-time All-Star season as five weeks brings the calendar year to October 1st, the final day of the MLB regular season. It takes place on September 29th. The Indians three and a half game behind the Twins in the AL Central. They're just a half game up on the Oakland A's for top spot in the wild card race. U.S. Open tennis from New York City opening rounds number eight. Stefano Tsitsipas has lost in the first round to Aubrey Rublev. Four, six, four, six, seven, seven, six, and seven, five, and just under four hours. It was a thriller. Reigning U.S. Open women's champ Naomi Osaka struggled big time, but came back to beat Anna Blinkova. Six, four, six, seven, six, two in the first round. Tiger Woods undergoing uh, surgery to repair cartilage in his left knee today. Lin Sanity heading to China. Anthony Lin, former Raptor, uh, Nick, and everything else, signs with the Beijing Ducks of the Chinese Basketball League. Edmonton Oilers, they uh, restricted free agent Magnus Priarvi. He signed a one-year deal with Carpat of the Finnish League. And Gabe and I, as we mentioned it, 15 games on the MLB board. We'll go through them right now with Big Man on campus. We'll talk a little college football, a little NFL, and go through the baseball board. Busy, busy night. And we'll make our picks this hour as well. Stick around, guys. Gabe Morenzi hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around. Hour 2 coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. 
game time decisions, ready for rage. Sports Grid, sportsgrid.com, get on uh, the grid. Uh, I am Renzi, we're throwing it down here at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook, Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. And of course, MetLife uh, Stadium at the uh, Meadowlands Sports uh, Complex, where the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets will open up the season. Um, not this Sunday, but the following uh, Sunday. And we'll be here on Sunday afternoon from 1 to 5. The network will be here all day long, 18 hours a day of live programming. A lot of it coming from here once the the season begins. Um, but uh, week one, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. I'll be going to the football game because I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. And then week two, Buffalo Bills at New York Giants. And I've extended an invitation to the Buffalo Bill players if they want to stay uh they want to stay with me at my condo for the weekend. They don't have to go back to Buffalo. Uh, they can, they can we just, you know, they can just hang out, uh, they can hang out with us. That's right. We hockey. Come to Morenci. That's right. It's the name cold of my corona fantasy football, the, the We Hawking Warriors. <laughs> That's right. We Hawking, baby. A cold <laughs> Corona, somewhere to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I love that uh, that that seven minute ferry across was. Uh, I'll tell you, Morenci. I really enjoyed it. It was actually one of my favorite. Very calming and cool. I like the little bar that they have there, too, the popcorn. A real nice treat. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the civilized commute. <laughs> it sure is. It's the civilized uh, commute. All right. So uh, Big Man on Campus will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk college football uh, with Big Man. Then me and Cam will get to the baseball after. Uh, but I just ran over and uh, put a play in. Uh, during your update, uh, Cam, even though I didn't want to miss your award-winning updates, but hey, that's right. I no. noticed <laughs> that you Darvish's strikeout prop is you Darvish's strikeout prop is uh, six and a half. Oh, now it's uh, minus one fifty-two. Over. It's minus one fifty-two. Yeah, so it's six and a half. So I was a little bit surprised to see that when you consider. I mean, the dude's got like. Uh, um, you know, he's racking up the strikeouts uh, this year. He's got like 177 strikeouts in 144 innings uh, or so. Um, but I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Darvish uh, here, Cam. In his last eight baseball games, all right, his last eight games, he only threw less than seven strikeouts once. Yep. It's actually seven and one. It's no secret anyone has been paying attention. Darvish turned a corner pretty much in late July. July 30th, that St. Louis Cardinals, nine strikeouts. August 4th versus Milwaukee, eight strikeouts. August 9th, Cincinnati, nine strikeouts. August 15th, uh, Philadelphia, 10 uh, KOs. August 21st, last start versus San Francisco, eight punch-outs. I could go back. Like I said, you, you we go all the way back to July 12th. Since July 12th, he's made eight starts. Seven of them, he's had more than six and a half strikeouts, and in the one he didn't, he actually had six uh, strikeouts. I, you know, I think this number's a little low. That's why I had to run over because I think it might uh, bounce up to seven. Cam, cricket, like Mr. Green, wherever you can get it, get in on this. You Darvish, we'll, we'll, we'll break down his Met game, but you Darvish over six and a half strikeouts.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Good job, Yang. You got a shout out going so far. Sure does. Mowing them down. Like I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can say. I don't know if we can say it's a no hitter. Uh, but he's getting out. I don't know if you can get my volume up. It seems like you having a hard time hearing me, Cam. Oh, you sound great. No, I, I think you're. No, no, no. I can Vo- hear you. Volume all right. Loud, loud and clear, buddy. I think that's years of shredding. Got your ears are... I got you the day. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I got years... all the kinks Maybe out, it's... buddy. Yeah. Years of shredding. Yeah, no, trust me. My yeah, ears, yeah, like, yeah. When, I, when I shower, too, you ever get that dry ear? You know, when you come out of the shower, it's like like the skin and stuff. I'm like, it's from wearing these damn headphones, man, because you sweat your ears, right? <laughs> then you go have a shower, and then I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like feeling my ear. I go, what the hell's in there, man? Oh, it's skin? It sucks. Anyway. Yeah, yeah I've got a lot of ears. Yeah, you got that uh, dry ear, like. Dry ear. Also, yeah, you get dry. these these things make the side of your face itchy. Like you sort of get these little yeah. weird like uh, pimples you know due to the, the, the sweaty like leather. <laughs> Good call, Gabe. But it's what you said with Drew Martin, though. See his little high tech one, which cut cuts in and cuts out. Sometimes you can't go for style. Yeah, you go sucked. for something. And the Auto Technica ones that we have at work, <laughs> hey man, they're all right. They get sweaty and they keep they take a licking and keep on ticking, baby. <laughs> all right. So listen, we'll bring Big Man in one second here. Just I got a dilemma Wait. here. We got caught off yeah. guard. This uh, chapel off. Um, yeah. This this match starts now. It starts like in a couple of minutes, like six fifteen now it. type thing. Don't bet it. Gabe. Felix Auger, that, that, that guy, he's good, man. He could beat Chapel off. Like he's. I would. He's go gonna beat him. Like, I want to yeah, take yeah. the underdog. Yes, yes, yes. He's good. Very good. Very good. Let's take um, a look here. Match. Now on. the total, the total is thirty nine. Oh, yeah, Alisa right, May. Here it is. Uh, they, they moved Felix? it to 625. All right. OJ Alisa May. OJ is, uh, yeah, Alisa May. Yeah. yeah. 12. Done. He's plus 132 right now. Uh, that's a good price. I got 120. He's plus on 132 green. here at, uh, good price. at FanDuel. But the total is very frustrating. I can't find it. We're going to have to send Will over to the book because it's probably going to go over to 39, but I won't even play with it. I'm just going to go with the underdog. Felix Auger Alcime here at plus 132 U.S. Alisa. Open. This starts this starts in yeah. about uh, yeah 10 minutes that time. All right, let's bring Big Man on campus in uh, right now. Thanks, Cam. <laughs> let's go to a Big Man on campus uh, right now. What's going on, Big Man? What's up, guys? How are you? Good, Big Man. Uh, doing all right. It's like we're on some sort of weird CNN delay that's kind of pissing me off, to be honest. But uh, um, I hear you. I, I just hear the that, horse player in the background. That's all. That's all. <laughs> um, all right, big man. So, um, countdown to college uh, football. We'll get right down to business. And I know you're excited for the, the start of college football. Well, it's already started. Uh, but we've got a full slate of games on Thursday night. 
couple of big ones, the Holy War, UCLA, and, uh, and Cincinnati. Um, I was just talking earlier. It's going to be one of my season win total plays that I'm going to play. I don't play a lot of futures, but I don't mind college football futures because you don't have to wait that long. You know, you get your money back in mid-November. It's not that bad. And um, it's like uh, I don't have a pension or savings plan. So for me, it's like my uh, it's like my uh, my my bonds, Cam, my future bond market. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah. BYU under under six and a half. And it begins, basically, I won't need to bet this game on Thursday night, guys, because I'm going to bet BYU to go under 6.5 on the season, and then, therefore, if they beat Utah, then I'm in a lot of trouble because <laughs> then they're better than I think they are. Uh, but what do you think of this game, uh, big man? The Utah Utes and the uh, BYU Cougars, the holy war. And if you were on top of this, Yang, you really want to put your shutout, Yang? This is how you get into, like, the Hall of Fame and no hitters and stuff like that. Now we just said Holy Wars. You should be going, oh, damn. I got to get Megadeth. Holy Wars for on the way out. But uh, what do you think of the game, big man? Yeah, I, I think from a name perspective, this has to be one of the better nicknames for, uh, for, a, for a, like a rivalry game. Uh, this is a great matchup. <laughs> two hard-nosed defensive teams out in you know Utah that just are going to get after it defensively. But I, you know, I'm concerned. I, I don't understand why the Sharps are back in Utah. This, this or BYU. This numbers kind of went down a little bit over at least like the last month. Utah's a public team. Uh, obviously, a lot of people think that they could win the Pac-12 this year. I, I don't know. I don't quite understand this line though. I thought it'd be just a bit higher. It's come down. It's at five, five and a half. I don't. I don't say I'll, I'll bet this game. I think it's first to twenty probably win this game. But I just trust, you know, Huntley and Moss and some of the, the players that Utah have to throw out there. Uh, until BYU shows me from a consistent standpoint that they're going to get good quarterback play, it's been an issue for years. I mean, whether it's Tanner Mangum, whoever's been back there, Bo Hodge, uh, it's just been a mess at quarterback. Until I see them get that straight, um, they're kind of like Arizona to me. Until I see them, you know, make a wholesale change on one side of the football I really can't get involved. So I, I'm going to lean Utah, but I'm not going to get involved just because the line, the line's going the wrong way to me. I, Sharks like BYU here. Um, yeah, I think. Listen, Utah are a little bit overhyped uh, coming into this game. I mean, they were the media choice, the media darlings uh, to win the Pac-12. And I talked. Listen, we had Kirk Herbstreit on this morning, and I brought this up. Like, look. Michigan, Alabama, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn, Alabama, you know, the two biggest, um, you know, rivalry games in college football uh, right now. The Holy War isn't as big as that, Cam, but it is to these teams. It's almost sure like it so it's basically like Stanford and Cal playing week one or Michigan and Ohio State really sets the tone for the rest of the season for both these teams. Utah's in a weird spot where they're supposed to expect it to win. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we should note though, the Utah Utes are not Mormons. Utah State Aggies are Mormons. BYU are hardcore Mormons. Utah's the only school in the state. They're not Mormons. So you got drunk kids mouthing off with the Mormon kids. It gets kind of ugly, actually. 
It's such a if you, you read my mind. I was going to say Utah is the public school of the state, right? Like, remember our buddy, the Dirty Bird, uh, Jamal Anderson. He was a Utah Ute, right? And that's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Public, yeah, it, he ain't no Mormon. Public, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So BYU or the Mormons. It's like when we went to UNLV, right? The gangsters of UNLV when they when they played BYU and Jimmer Fredette, right? It got it got personal. It's like. Dude, they were making Mormon jokes, cracking this. How's your how's your three wives? No, it's personal stuff here with Utah versus BYU. So, you know, BYU as the home team, they're going to dig deep, but I don't know if I trust them. That's the thing. Low total. What do you think about 47 and a half there? That's, uh, that's an interesting total. Yeah. Very interesting. To me, like I said, I, I think the winning team will probably have around 24 points. I could see like 24-20 here. I, I could really see that. I think it's... I think it's a knockdown drag out affair. I think there's a lot of punts. Both these teams, particularly Utah, has always been a very good special teams group. I, I just I, I I trust Whittingham in a game like this. I think they win, but I think this game probably shakes out a lot with like Florida Miami did. You know, the, the team getting the, the the points is kind of a trendy sharp pick, and you know, there's no you know a lot of the, a lot of the public last week. There's no way Florida's not going to cover this game. I mean, when it turned, it's just two hard-nosed teams playing each other. Uh, could be an ugly offensive game. If I'm looking at an under, I would I would probably look this way. Uh, but I'm not a big – we talked about Gabe uh, mentioned it last week. I'm not a big fan of unders in the 40s. So, I think it's first 24, I think it's 24-20, something like that, Utah. Um, big man on campus uh, with us. Yeah, big, big game, interesting game. It's going to be – you know, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this in the future, so – it's going to be important right out of the gate uh, to me. And another future I like, but I can't get carried away and play them all, is Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati have been a little undervalued coming into the year, guys. Their win total is 7.5. They won double-digit games last year. Their defense is going to be fierce. We talked about this game briefly last week, and here's another one, big man, in which the number is sort of going against the grain, which I don't have a problem with, actually. I'm glad. Hopefully it goes down to 2 or 1.5 or whatever. Either way, I'm taking a home team. I don't know if people think they can't beat them two years in a row, but they can, and they will <laughs> beat them two years uh, in a row. But we'll hit this game and more on the other side. We'll get into some of the weekend games uh, as well. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage, Sports Grid, FanDuel Sportsbook, Metal Ends. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. New Jersey's largest sportsbook. Go to fanduel.com slash grid and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at fanduel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in total control. Go to fanduel.com slash grid. Open up a new account. Claim your free wager up to 500 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. 
I still want to call 1-800-GAMBLER and try to put a bet in and just see what the reaction is. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Marazzi. How are you? Let's uh, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Uh, Hello, oh, yeah, can I, I get think... uh, Central Michigan, uh, Central Michigan uh, Buffalo Bull parlay against Robert Morris? Uh, excuse me, sir. This is uh, for help. Uh, this is a help hotline. <laughs> yeah, I can't take. How do I lines? sign up? Okay. <laughs> How do I? Can I? Yeah, can call up. Can I use my credit card with your site? <laughs> like, just don't listen to anything they say back. Uh, how do you? How do you guys pay out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of which. Here's a game, guys, and this is why we have to consider ourselves the coolest show out there because who the hell is going to hit this game? But speaking of cool, not bad, eh, the uh, the selection of helmets, Cam, and big men. I told you. Like basically, now, anytime I just want to talk about a team. Yeah. Uh, uh, Utah, here we go. Who basically, Utes? we've got almost every team. Yeah, Utes, Sooners. We, uh, we got regular Sooners. Shout out to Lisa and Erica. Uh, to uh, represent the Sooners. The Ducks are playing. Uh, we, we got Clemson up front here. I had Michigan up front. Uh, we had Georgia Tech because they're playing Clemson. What do you uh, Georgia Tech? But basically, Excellent. we have, like, what do we Excellent test. What do we get, like 64 of them? All right, we got, like, 60-plus of them, 64 of them. And evidently, they don't make a Rutgers one. <laughs> like, everyone in the Big Ten, we don't have Rutgers. Rutgers are so bad. Like, uh, you know, Rydell said, no, we're not making mini Rutgers helmets. <laughs> Pretty easy. Just put the big R up there. You guys are being mean to Rutgers. Come on. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind Rutgers. Come on. Good school. They've covered a lot. I don't know. Place. Chris, they're, they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. <laughs> not much. Uh, they just covered when I went against Michigan. But anyways, because yeah. I'm an idiot. But all right. All kidding aside, guys. Central Michigan big men. They're playing Albany, the Great Danes. They're playing Albany. The Chippewas are laying 14 points in this game. Jim McElwain takes over at Mount Pleasant uh, right now. And that's a good thing because I remember in the old days, Cam, when I was all over these guys in the Dan LaFever days, remember uh, Butch, uh, uh, Jones. Butch Jones was the coach of this team. Correct. And he did a great job. That's his That's his wheelhouse, Cincinnati, Central Michigan. Yeah. You're not going to get not it done Tennessee. in Tennessee. Not Tennessee. Right? So, gone. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now, McIlwain's a good coach. McIlwain was in over his head a little bit in Florida, but this is this is perfect speed for him. He'll be a better coach, big man, than most of these guys in the MAC. Actually, he's going to eat this Albany team alive in his debut. And I didn't even realize this because I got a kick out of it that I saw Vincente Testaverde signed with the Buccaneers. I didn't realize, big man, that uh, this Testaverde kid played at uh, Vinny Testaverde's kid. Albany. He actually was the Albany quarterback, and now he's gone. They're rebuilding this yeah. offense. They're going to be in trouble, man. The Chippewas are going to win this game. 14's a fair number, dude. They'll win by 17, 21, 24 or more. Yeah, I, I thought this number was a bit low myself. I, I agree with you. I mean, you look at the quarterback for, for Central Michigan, it's Quentin Dormady. He played at Tennessee. He had a few good seasons there. And, yeah, you mentioned it. McElwain will get that passing game going a little bit. They have a receiver uh, that's pretty good at uh, Central Michigan. Pretty good defense. I am concerned, though. I mean, they did lose a guy, Sean Bunting, who ended up going into the NFL. He's playing, I believe, with the Lions, I want to say. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Albany lost Vincent Testaverde, who uh, obviously had great bloodlines as a quarterback. I don't uh, – I, I was surprised this number wasn't higher. I, I would have put it maybe 16 and a half or 17, not not 13 or 14. But, yeah, I, I think I think McElwain will, will get this going. They should win, as you said, you know, 35-14, something like that. Lay the number, Cam. 
Lay it, lay it. I, was, I wanted to get your guys, uh, like we I'll talk about UCLA and Cincinnati game. We, big man I know is very high on Cincinnati. He has conference picks. Uh, we we're talking about some other teams. Uh, we, we had uh, Drew Martin on. What do you think about this uh, Kent State-Arizona State game? Everyone's talking about over seesaw, back and forth, back and forth. Big man, 62 in this game. I got to tell you one thing. Kent State's horrible, but I don't like laying 25 with uh, Herm Edwards and Arizona State. I'm going to tell you one thing. Gabe, you agree with me? Arizona State's going to take a big step back this year. That program's going to have some problems. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Kent State's Big interesting. Man. I mean, they, they seem to run this offense that seems like way too fast for what they think they can run. I, I don't really quite understand it. Arizona State, I mean, they did lose a lot last year. You lose to kill Harry, Manny Wilkins. Uh, they're, up to, they're definitely going to have to rebuild. But I don't know. I, I was one of the people that really liked the Herm Edwards coaching sign. I thought, and I think from a motivation standpoint, he's as good as the guest. But I don't know. I think Kent State's just all over the place from an offensive standpoint. This is a big step up in competition. I, I don't know if they score more than 14 points in this game. I think it's like a 41-14 type of game. I, I don't think they have any shot here. Arizona State, I agree with you, will take a step back. They've just lost too much talent to, to not, but – I mean, Kent State seems to always get just destroyed in games like this. So, as far as real quick, you mentioned that Cincinnati game. I was also kind of starting to really like the under in this game. I, I think Cincinnati's going to be terrific on defense, as I mentioned. And I think as I read UCLA more and more, I worry about this quarterback. I also worry um, that they have a pretty good defense. I think their defense will take a nice step forward this year. They have some good athletes. I think it's similar to last year's game. I think the total in the high 50s is – just a bit too high, so I kind of like that under as well in that game. Yeah, fifty-seven and a half is is a um, is a pretty high number. I'm not going to disagree uh, with that. I'm not in a rush to, to bet the under, but I get I get where you're going with that. As far as that Kent State game is concerned, it's going to be a scrimmage. It's a walkthrough for Arizona State. Kent State probably hangs around a bit, but without being stated, it's a sweat job, guys. You know, you lay yep. 25 and a half, 26 points with ASU. It's going to come right down around the number, like literally. I think, Cam, they'll win by 27 yeah. or 25. The yeah. odds makers know what they're doing, as we know. <laughs> to me, this they is sure a pass do. game. There's no strong angle on either side. There's no strong hey, angle guys. on either side. Now, here's a game. Yep. Yeah, real quick, Thursday night, Texas State, Texas A&M. I'm actually uh, – I've done a lot of research on Texas State. I'm actually quite high on this group this year. Great defense coming back. They have a new coaching staff and a coaching staff that's quite innovative offensively. Texas A&M's got a big game on the docket in week two. They might be looking ahead a little bit. And if this gets up to 35, I might take the Bobcats. It's a 33 and a half, I think, at this point. But keep an eye on Texas State and the Sun Belt this year. That's a pretty good football team. They just couldn't move the football last year. They have some new quarterbacks in there, a new offensive system. I think they're a better football team. I, I think they could down the road look like Troy, uh, that Troy, the way Troy's looked. Pretty good offense, great defense. I got mine on Texas State with uh, Texas A&M having Clemson looming. Yeah, it's a big, it is a look at spot. Similar situation at Georgia oh. Tech. With Jeff Collins taking over there, they're looking ahead. Yeah. They're getting 36 and a half, except the only thing is Jimbo Fisher's the type of guy that will run the score up. That's how he gets his free cars and free golf, right, from the boosters. <laughs> you know, Fisher, Fisher's all too aware of what the spread is. But 
looking at a big spread here, and I'm not saying these guys are a good football team, but I don't think the Buffalo Bulls are justifiably 46-and-a-half-point favorites against generally anybody, including Robert Morris. And I know Robert Morris were a two-win team last year, but they've got their skill position players back. They can actually move the ball a little bit, Robert Morris. So all they need to do, man, give me seven points. Give me 14 points. Tyree Jackson's gone. The Buffalo Bull offense is in a rebuild mode. Like, who the hell are Buffalo to be laying 47 points, Big Man, even against Robert Morris? Yeah, I I think the problem here is, you know, Kyle Ventrese, the quarterback at Buffalo, actually has some experience. And I know Jackson's gone and he was terrific. But, I mean, you mentioned it. I mean, Robert Morris is is a bad football team. I mean, they they have two wins last year in FCS. Look, if I'm looking at FCS, I'm looking at like a South Dakota State or – or Northern Iowa. I think South Dakota State has an upset. Yeah, but, but Big Minnesota. Man, do you really believe? Yeah. How many points do you think Buffalo is going to score? How many points do you think they'll score? I think they're probably Are they really going to get into the 50s? And that's the problem. That's a good point by you. If you don't score 46 and a half points. Oh, let's say they score 45 it. points. Let's say they yeah, score 45 I and I get shut that's out. I still cover. You. Sure. That's a good point by you, actually. 46 and a half is essentially... It's essentially 49 points, you know, 46 and a yeah. half. It's 49 points, essentially. That's about like, 47 or whatever. Yeah. I always look at it like this, though. I'd much rather depend on Buffalo to score than Robert Morris. So it's just like, I, I hear your point. I think it's really well done by you, and I think it's a great call. I just, I know how far even this talent discrepancy is as far as, I mean, Robert Morris is a bad FCS team as opposed to – this is like Delaware State or like, you know, Gardner-Webb or something. I I just – for as bad as Buffalo is, I think Lance Leopold has kids that are way better than than anything Robert Morris does. But it's a good point by you. I could see 45-0 and and you missed out on the cover here. You're really digging, Gabe. I'm looking here. Wow. (laughs) They don't even offer that game on on most of my books. That's great. Other games? Robert Morris. I'm looking. Robert Morris. I'm going to have a smoke. The Colonials. Yeah, the the smooth, smooth Robert Morris smoke. Remember when they pulled that basketball upset? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look look at at this. Uh, It was great. Oh, it was amazing. Robert Morris. (laughs) They played James Madison. They played James oh. Madison in football last year. You know what the score was? Ama- oh, James Madison. 73-7. Okay. Close. I was close. 73-7. good. They're real I mean, that's that. the point here. I mean, Maybe I got to do more research. I got to do more research. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a it, it, Thanks, game. big man. If, if you're looking, I, I want to make this real clear, quick. South Dakota State, that's the team I'm looking at. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It's uh, 6.40. Yep. There 6.40 Eastern time right now means uh, yeah, Yang's got to go to the bathroom. 
Yeah, here comes Mr. Uh, Paul Prune. Uh-oh, I got a rumbling down below, Gabe. Got to roll. <laughs> I'll go to the bathroom, fellas. I've been drinking Got to go to the bathroom, fellas. Yeah. I've been drinking you've water been drinking, and, the, uh, and the air conditioner is blowing on my head. I think you've been drinking prune you juice. You know, Yang. Water. Water doesn't make you go to the bathroom. So basically, Yang. What's up? Oh, yeah, I got to take uh, water will <laughs> make you want to leak. Yeah. What's, say, yeah. what's up? What's up? Man, I've been holding that thing for like an hour, uh, almost two hours, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got to go for a tour. We're trying to pitch a perfect game. You're like, you act like you're a show you're, today you're, and like, you know, be on point with everything. Nah, and, it's no perfect game. <laughs> no perfect game, man. I mean, come on, buddy. It's like perfect smell. game. You've been joking yeah, well, you about KFC you, you, you and Popeyes and stuff. I could tell when you're in a good mood, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Soften it yeah, up. Yeah, but don't confuse that with perfect game. Yeah, yeah, don't confuse that with perfect game. Hey, so what, I gave up a couple of hits? Basically, what I'm saying, Yang, is, you know, you're already a grandfather as it is, and, you know, you can go to the bathroom quite frequently. Yes. It's to the point where we're going to have to have this conversation, and we'll get a sponsor for the show. Um, no adult depends. Yeah, it depends. Don't don't leave. Yeah, the basically, you can kick back and let it let it flow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just let it flow. You yeah. kick back, put your feet up, and you I just you just let it go like a NASCAR driver right down the side of your right. leg. Oh Jesus! You're all good though. Do that, we'll buddy. get you like the NASCAR suit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you got a NASCAR suit. NASCAR suit. Right. Or, or just yeah. start going in the pit. Just leak right in the garbage can. That's a good call. That's better I than, uh, let, let somebody, we don't even have an HR department. Who's going to complain? Yeah. yeah. Well, Gabe, remember I worked with that guy, and uh, he was 600 pounds. Remember who I used to work with back at the old show? And he couldn't make it up the stairs between segments. He just pissed in the can. Like, he pissed in the can. Like, he, and no. In the studio, huh? Oh, yeah. Like In the like, studio? Actually, no, in the booth. So, like, when I walked in the booth, it smelled like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you smell the phone. It smelled like weird. Like, what's on his hand and uh, the garbage? I used to bring in there, and I, you know me. Me and you keep, like, not a tidy place. Like, I used to bring in Lysol wipes and soaps and detergents. I was clean scrubbing that place. I told him, I go, Bruce, I love you, but you, you can't piss in the can. At least do it outside where there's, like, air ventilating. At least Yang doesn't do that. He doesn't piss in the That wasn't with John Oakley, was it? Uh, no, it was with another guy. That it I wasn't with John Oakley, with. was it? Oh, God, no. Oakley, he'd get that guy fired. Some guy pissed in his studio, uh, his party's over. Yeah, I was no, going to say Oakley, up, yeah. When I first did updates back in back in the day when I was doing them for Q107 and stuff, yeah, this guy, uh, he used to walk in and he did the overnights, and i come in in the morning. I did the morning updates back then, and I'm oh, my God, just pissing in the can. It was crazy. So yeah, don't worry about it, Yang. They got some quality products now, too, gel cool and all that stuff. You see the chick in the commercial? She uses like three like yeah. liters of stuff, and her and she's still dry. The old tunic tuck. Yeah, Yang. Tomorrow, tomorrow after the morning show, I'm gonna go over to Dwayne Reed. I'm yeah, gonna, Dwayne. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, listen, my grandfather's got a little bit. <laughs> I know. First time I, I know Dwayne Reed. You know, like my I'm gonna go over to Dwayne, Dwayne Reed. <laughs> I love Dwayne. I was going to Dwayne Reed and I said, "Listen, my grandfather's got a little bit of a bladder situation. Yeah, he's always always needs to go, but you know, he's still he's still employed. <laughs> he's still employed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clean time decisions. <laughs> Yang, how you doing? I think he buddy? just ran to the bathroom because he had to go. Yang's in the. Are bathroom. you still there, Yang? No, Yang's in the bathroom. In the Danny's here. Okay. 
He just left. We're talking to him, man, and he just See took Danny? Off. Wow. Danny. Look at Danny. Danny, uh, Danny has it. Danny, have you gone to the bathroom during the show? No, right? No, not yet. No, you're good, Danny. You got a good bladder. No. Yeah, I'm good. Have you, Cam? I've been here I, since I, 5 o'clock, Cam. I have not had to uh, relieve myself. Have you? When I leave my post, I even had a bottle I, of Pepsi. Ask Will. I drank a bottle of Pepsi. Yeah, I got a can. I got a can of Pepsi. <laughs> I had some uh, nutrients. I had one of those things that you put in water and it sparkles. That's uh, my doctor told me. It's vitamin C capsules. And I've had a Jamaican patch during the Oh, show. yeah, that's, that's tough. The only, the only time I leave my uh, post. For my Jamaican <laughs> and the Jamaican patty. Patties are the best thing. They're the only thing you can make in a two-minute break that satisfies you during the show. I've tried everything. Cereal doesn't work. Oh, can't do it. You make them patty. One minute in the microwave. That's why you're sweat. That's why you're sweating. <laughs> earlier, earlier, you're like, oh God, it's hot in here. It's probably because yeah. you had the spicy beef patty. It's spicy. You know me. Jamaican style. Flavor. Oh yeah, spicy all day, all day. Yeah, man. I found this new company. Yeah, yeah. I went to. I went to the school and. I went to school in uh, in the uh, Jamaican part of Montreal. I know all about the beef patties, and I don't know what the name is, but it's the Jamaican brand soda. It's the best orange soda there is out there. It's made with the real cane. Oh, yeah, yeah cane that, sugar. Like fake sugar stuff. It's like, the, you know, the cane. Yeah, cane yep. sugar. Stuff will, uh, man, that's some sweet-ass stuff, man. You know what all right. came back with the regular uh, Yeah, like, good call, Lisa. Love that stuff. Yang, Yang is talking about pitching no hitters, like Lisa says. He's on the IR due to you know IR injury. You know what the injury is? Weak bladder. <laughs> WB, the new WB. <laughs> That's his new nickname. What up, WB? Or or AB, active bladder. <laughs> oh yeah, active bladder. Yeah, that's a good one too. Antonio Brown, active bladder. Another thing. Can Antonio Brown just shut up? I could just ripping. The guy's ripping Roethlisberger. Oh, just can't help himself, dude. Like, get over it, man. This guy's unbelievable. Actually, we better get to the games. No, he's uh, he's a loser. Yeah, no, he's a jerk. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a loser. Yeah, he never stops. Anyway, okay, so uh, let's uh, baseball. I'll blast through them here. Baltimore, Washington, minus three forty. Brooks and Hard. Corbin sounds like a country music show. Brooks, Corbin, and Dunn. Yeah, um, see Brooks and Corbin. Co- yeah, you're right. <laughs> Corbin, Brooks, and Dunn. Brooks and Corbin. <laughs> you're right. You're country putting the Nationals in a parlay. I got a dance partner for you too. Two games down the road against my team. I got a. I got a Corbin Soroka parlay to even. Atlanta, Washington. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, Josh. Josh Donaldson. Josh He's Donaldson um, returns Ooh. to Toronto. Yep, gonna be a good. He's been on I fire know. too, hitting home uh, lately, man. Bad news for uh, Font. What's your Font size there, uh, William Font? He won't get out of the. He's already a spot starter. I like the Braves tonight, but at 185, it needs to be parlayed. I'd actually probably take the Braves on the run line, but I'll just throw it in with Washington with Corbin. All right, what are you betting tonight? We won't go through each game line by line here tonight. We'll just get into the games that we like. What are you What are you looking at? What are you betting? Uh, I'm betting Baltimore. Uh, sorry, Washington and Atlanta parlayed. Um, I hate to say it, Gabe. Be careful with the Mets tonight. I'm thinking Darvish might be the play. I haven't pulled the trigger yet on the Cubs, but still thinking about it. 
Uh, I like Lucas Giolito and the White Sox. I like the under eight and a half there, Cam. Which game? The Cubs game? Under eight and a half. Oh, you got eight and a half. Yeah, you have Darvish and Stroman. The thing with with Stroman is uh, he left his last start due to tightness in his left uh, hamstring, but he feels fine uh, right now. You know he's he's had he's been okay. He hasn't been great. He's just he's sort of been lucky in a sense. They always win when he pitches, because, because for some support. reason they average seven runs a game when he pitches. He gets big run support. He's actually got an ERA of four five eight uh, since he's been a pitcher. Darvish has been on fire. I just think the total. Yeah, I'm getting eight and a half here, and I think it's going to be a lower scoring. It's going to be a a playoff st- um, style baseball game, but. I can't overlook the fact that the Mets are 13-4 and four in their last 17 home games. Two of those losses against the Braves, and I don't care where they play the Braves. They can't beat the Braves. It's just it's a fact. They can't beat the freaking Atlanta Braves, the Mets. But they can beat everybody else, and the Cubs are a bad road team, bro. Like, they, they have been a bad road team, and it continues to be a bad road team. They're 25-39 and 39 on the road. They're 14 games under 500. There's recent bad road trends here, although Darvish is pitching well. I played Darvish over six and a half, and I'll play under eight and a half. I don't want to force the pick on the Mets, but a small play on the Mets here, Kim. So Darvish over six and a half strikeouts, under eight and a half in the game, and a small play on the Mets. I kind I can live with your parlay. The Braves always screw me, but Soroka has been on fire, and uh, so is Corbin. Another, it seems like a good another, parlay. I got another angle for you in this game, not just Josh Donaldson. Soroka's from Calgary, Gabe. This is his Canadian start, right? He's a Canadian pitcher. Last time a Canadian oh, pitcher by the, name, by the name of, uh, from, uh, yeah, from, you, don't you remember the last time? Threw uh, no hitter, Big right? Maple? When Big Maple came to Toronto, you got it. Not great for the Yankees, but when he came to Toronto, he had a no hitter. Soroka, I expect good things. The Jays got spot starters. Give me Atlanta and parlays, and I will take Atlanta minus one and a half, minus 125 as well. I like the Braves tonight. What about Plutko? Minus 160, Plutko. Yeah, I, want, I almost want to take Turnbull. I'm done with favorites in baseball, Gabe. I should have been thinking this way three months ago and we'd be rich. Just other than... other than Detroit uh, are terrible. They are terrible. I feel bad for Turnbull, though. He's not even that bad of a pitcher. He's a hard luck case. Uh, Plutko in Cleveland, injuries. Yeah, I don't know. I can, I can, I'm not betting it. I'm, not, I'm only betting a few games tonight. What do you think about Giolito and the White Sox? <laughs> I love them tonight. Getting even money against the Twins? Of course you do. You yeah, always well, love them. No, I don't always love Giolito tonight. He's been good. Actually, I hope he doesn't <laughs> screw me tonight because he's been really good. What do you think about uh, – I, actually, I got another one for you, too. You told me what games were we betting. I'm going to take a shot with uh, Zamarja. He's probably been one of the hottest pitchers under the radar in the National League up against Leaky Roof. I'll take the Giants 30 cents at home. Uh, are the what about the the Dodgers and Bueller Gabe? Are they going to bounce back last night? Needs to be parlayed at minus two hundred, right? Or run lined? Yeah, you, yeah. You need a parlay uh, partner. I got one minus one ninety four here. What about a parlay partner with the Yankees? Uh, you got a Japanese bottle, Tanaka and Kukichi tonight. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kukichi and Tanaka sounds good. Yeah, I like it. The Japanese yeah. bottle. You're right. Eileen Tanaka. It's a sushi special. You're right. That's sashimi versus sushi, Tanaka versus Kikuchi. I'll take Tanaka. Yeah, I like Tanaka there. I'm going to put a parlay together with, oh, yeah, these big favorites. One of them will you, though. Yeah, Yankees, Yankees, Dodgers parlays, plus 141. 
pretty good. I got one for you. Want to hear a parlay? Not bad odds. I'm going to put $20 on the Fires, too. Yeah, I actually added it. Dodgers, Yankees, Athletics with Fires, Houston, Atlanta, and Nationals, 10 to 1. 20 bucks gets you 220. Done. It has just been bet. We didn't talk about the Rays and the Astros game. Morton and Verlander. Give me under 7.5. Yeah, I lean Houston in the under in that game for sure. Tough, tough board, though, man. It's like, you know when we're doing the live show tonight, who's going to screw us, man? You know it's coming. The question is who, right? Bueller, I don't know. Tanaka, I like. <laughs> Actually, Oakland, uh, good performance by Oakland last night. Homer Bailey did his job in the bats. Simeon had seven friggin' RBIs last night. What a performance by Marcus Simeon. Houston minus 200, sure. Yeah, it's a tough board game. I'm not betting every game, so I'm just going to take a shot with Atlanta uh, on the run line there, the Giants. White Sox, and uh, and a couple parlays. That's it. What do you got, buddy? What are your favorite plays? Shapolov. Shapolov won. Um, Shapolov won the first set. Won nothing. Yeah. First All right. Ball, yeah. My plays of the day. We're on the way out here. Give me you uh, Darvish, over six and a half strikeouts. Cubs, Mets, under eight and a half. Give me the Mets to win the game. Rays, Astros, under seven and a half. Dodgers Yankees parlay plus 141. What do you got, Cam? I got the White Sox. I got Atlanta on the run line. I got Atlanta parlayed with Washington even, and I got Zamarja. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. on Game Time Decisions. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I, I, you know, I don't like it, but uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll eat it nevertheless. So, yeah, so listen, Popeye's, great marketing. Bravo, Popeye's. You got people going crazy about your sandwich. You can reload right now. You know they're really not sold out, sold out. They're just sort of, you know, they can remarket this campaign uh, right now, and now it's up to... Uh, it's up to someone else to respond uh, with their own uh, chicken sandwich. Yes. Uh, but I got to be honest with you. We've had this discussion in the past. KFC is far superior to Popeyes. I agree. I don't like Popeyes. Like they, it's always soggy and like nasty. And, like the chicken is no good at Popeyes. Chicken, chicken's rubbery. We've we've done the test game. We've done it at the old network. We did the test. We did the test at your studio. The problem. I don't understand why people go wild for this stuff too. I'm a, I'm down with your 11 herbs and spices, but I will tell you this, and Hainzer can attest to it. Millennials like Popeyes more. Guys in their 40s plus like KFC more. Guys like me, you and Grant, except for Gramps. I think he likes Popeyes more. Yang. Yeah, I, don't, I like Chalet more. Uh, I eat green bean yeah. sandwiches. Green no, no, Yang's too. Yeah, Yang's. Uh, yeah. yeah. Settle down, Yang. I saw you eating shrimp. You you, you, were, you were eating shrimp the other day. I had a seafood. What's burger. up with yeah, the shrimp? I a, yeah, I had some shrimp with uh, some linguine with uh, fresh seafood and tomato sauce. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think you ate uh, seafood there, yeah. Yang. I thought uh, just pork. Yeah, pork. No, I just uh, just eat seafood and jive turkey. That's it. And plant-based everything except Impossible Burgers from Burger jive King turkey. and all that other stuff. <laughs> jive turkey. <laughs> 
So why, why do they call them Impossible Burgers? What's the deal? That's what he told me. He goes, you ever had that Impossible Whopper or whatever? I'm like, what's an Impossible Whopper? It's impossible to eat. Impossible it's garbage. Whopper. Yeah, it's totally garbage, man. It's something I won't eat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't is, even know what that's made up of. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, the yeah, plant-based? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Impossible Whopper is the plant-based burger? Yeah, that's the plant-based. Okay. It's like some plant-based oh, so, yeah. burger that tastes like beef. Like how do you? So we go into the boardroom. I got an idea, guys. We got a beefless uh, patty here. Uh, let's call it the Impossible Burger. That person should be fired instantly. Impossible Burger? Who comes up yeah, with? You that? know what I'd tell him? Me too. I'd say I'd say you're fired. That's going to be impossible to sell. Exactly. <laughs> People are like, who the hell? I've said I've said this before, guys. All right, this this is the problem with fast food places. And I remember when KFC went to their little, ooh, no, no, it's not like uh, it's kitchen fresh. It's not Kentucky fried. And I went in, and I wanted like a three-piece of soda, a Hori Masvidal style. And they're giving me like, no, it was a chicken bowl with rice and like corn and all this stuff. And they're like, it's the new KFC. That KFC lasted like two weeks. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.